It's bittersweet as we reach the finale of Our Neighbors 2021. We've traversed across our borders to Pakistan, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and Bangladesh, only to come right back to Pakistan again. This time, we're heading to Karachi to bring you A for Aleph, a record label artist collective and music residency. I've got this single Kurb, which is a collaborative project between Anas Alam Khan, Wakas Hussein, Aziz Kazi, and Louis J. Pinto. You're going to hear Anas, the founder of A for Aleph Records, and Wakas, a seven-generation sitarist, talk about how the song actually happened and what it's like to be an independent artist in Pakistan. I am really excited to have you on, and I want to kind of understand what A for Aleph is. It seems like it's a collective and a record label, and it's sort of like many things in one. So can you give me a better understanding of what it is? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me here. For Aleph, it's an artist residency, a recording facility. We do a lot of productions, and um, you know, it's a record label, which I kind of handle because I work with a lot of different like artists, and I'm a record producer. So I kind of wanted to do it under my name and under my label and everything. So we just kind of set it up. A for Aleph initially was uh, started by this guy, Omer Dar, who basically had a career in banking and sort of just had like a, you know, awakening of some sort. And he was like, you know, I want to make music for the rest of my life. And he just sort of built this place. Now I'm like here as his partner and I help him with like various things. We've got like a lot of new upcoming artists uh, recording music here. And it's a one of a kind studio in Pakistan where basically bands can come in and record live because that was never the case here. Because, you know, after that 2008 situation, everything sort of just was concealed into a bedroom. And like, you know, people wanted to make records or whatever, their music in the house because they couldn't afford big studios. So that's where, you know, A for Aleph basically started to support this entire like kind of movement of music coming out from Pakistan. And we do sign people on like 360 record deals where we don't charge them anything, but we do, you know, recuperate some costs later, you know, a few years and help the artists, you know, make their music and make music free of any corporate influence. That's super important. Wow. So what happened in 2008? You know, the music scene has been kind of really active in the early 2000s and bands were coming out with their records and there were record labels who were pushing out those albums. But after the death of uh, Benazir Bhutto, that mm. sort of the political kind of things, you know, really overpowered the entire media industry and the channels got closed. Half of the record labels were like out of business because they couldn't make money from music and they started news channels, all of them. You know, because these record labels and these music channels were initially kind of funded by these big channel and broadcasters and stuff. And obviously, after seeing that Mm -hmm. there's not enough business going on in there and there's more viewership for like new stuff, that's what happened. And a lot of like 60 news channels just appeared like from nowhere and all the music channels, literally all the music channels were like dead. So that was the only exposure for the Pakistani music artist or whatever. And obviously Spotify and things mm-hmm. like that, they just joined in on the bandwagon that, you know, Pakistan is a place where people mm-hmm. are making music. 
and it's been like tough for these guys but i mean the new scene is kind of really active there's new kids you know inspired by all kinds of music like around the world because in my age i was getting inspired from the music that my parents had or like maybe someone get me a record from outside or like downloading and all that and obviously you've been from the same like kind of time that you know we're just yeah. like having like 180 gbs of music in our ipods and just like <laughs> exactly the cassettes the cds all of that <laughs> i am all for the digital like kind of new face of music but you know for for myself the inspiration really came out from that artwork or like that book or mm-hmm. entire credit or like a special message from the band so that's why obviously i started the record label and i kind of wanted to do things like in a proper way and how it should be done it's the reason also why i started made in india right like i'm a 80s 90s kid i grew up with like a tape deck and i used to record songs off the radio and so for me like i come from an audio background but i also you know with made in india it's sort of my chance to be a little bit of a fan girl right it's not me being some sort of music journalist it's just like i put music that i really like cuz people always like how do you select the songs i'm like whatever speaks to me man whatever vibes i'm getting in if i'm liking it i feature it on the show that's literally me i'm not oh is this like technical prowess or whatever i mean of course like i understand music to a certain extent i've been working in radio for a long time but i also am in this space where it really is about the way music sort of speaks to you and i think that goes beyond language and again which is what our neighbors represented goes beyond borders yeah. right so wakas you're a seventh generation sitar player you come from a legacy of prolific sitarists do you feel like there was a lot of pressure on you and what do you think makes you different from your forefathers yes there is a pressure absolutely there is a responsibility at my hands from my teaching and i try my best to work with it to deliver the best performance possible and if you ask what's the difference between me and my forefathers we are doing modern music these days a lot and it's on a high demand as you know to showcase our instrument it's a bit more accessible at the stage and we get to bring new ideas and uh, innovations to the table and that weren't possible i think before and one example would be something like i introduced electric sitar in pakistan now listening to you play and watching your performances i think what makes you stand out is that it isn't just about big flourishes and showing off your dexterity or intricateness you are contemporary and you really hold up the melody so it sticks in your head i mean this isn't a pop song but you create that hook where i'm humming an instrumental song What is your intention when you're creating your music? Well, yes, that's the simple answer. Uh basically easy listening is my goal. Whoever is listening to my music, whether it's be a musician or every listener, I want them to feel music emotionally and connect with it. I'm excited that the song that we're playing today and I, again, my pronunciation's always going to be a little bit rubbish. So, kurb is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how you said. Yeah, yeah. You have to give me the tick marks and star and all, yeah. I say good girl, you did well. Yeah, I'll you give you 5 stars star. after this. Hey, thanks man. <laughs> so, I have to ask you cuz I know that Vakas has composed it, but what did like the song sort of mean to you and what does kurb actually mean? 
There's actually a funny story behind this that the A for Alif a band situation. I mean, me and my partner Omer, we kind of wanted to do this record where we were like, you know, we want to feature all the great musicians of Pakistan. And uh, obviously, I play with so many musicians mm-hmm. in the circuit, so I know everyone. Everyone's a friend, and it's a it's not a big of a scene, but you know, all the great ones. You're a popular guy. <laughs> I mean, you could say that, but Anas is like, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> So we just had Wakas come in and we were like, yeah, you know, we want to make a song. And I sat down with my bass. I haven't touched my instrument in like the longest time. And we just hit it off in the first five minutes. We're like, well, okay, this feels good. You know, there's definitely something there. And we just literally rehearsed the first few bars of that tune, which is ahead of the tune, as we like to say it. We just did that and we were like, okay, we feel something here and it's really good. And even Wakas was like, you know, yeah, chad stuff. And we were like, let's basically go forward with this. And we literally came down to the studio. My friend, good drummer from Pakistan, Louis J. Pinto, who's also been on Coke Studio, like super legendary dude. So Louis basically came down and he started like, you know, we were in the studio and I was like, why don't you come and play some drums? Because... He's kind of aligned, you know, musically with me and Wakas because Wakas and him also mm-hmm. plays with Rahat Fateh Ali Khan's band. So we just mm-hmm. sort of just like went into the studio. We did two takes and one of them is the song. So it was like super easy in that kind of regard. We didn't really think about it that much. And then instantly we were like, okay, what mm-hmm. should we name this? And then obviously pandemic was, you know, just locked down everywhere and it was just crazy. Wakaz basically brought it up and he was like, we can name it Kurb and it, this is what it means. And I was like, okay, this sounds good. And it sounds like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, I think I'm happy with that. What does Kurb mean? It means like closeness and intimacy. Just, you know, people getting together, just hugging each other or like, mm-hmm. it could mean a lot of different things, but it mainly means closeness. It's literally the opposite of what's happening in the pandemic. This whole, everyone has to be socially distant. And so Kurb is like... Let's all be close and intimate, guys. <laughs> ah, I mean, you know, that was that was one of the reasons that we kind of named it. Kurbi something came out past two years with the pandemic and very much about anything that you may have to experience extremely closely. The song holds special place in my heart because I have poured all that I have felt the past two years roughly into the song. And that is what the song is about. One of the things that blew me away about the song in particular, and maybe this is, again, like we were talking about growing up in the same time, was Wakas's sitar solo. It's one of those like, oh my God, like rock on Wakas, this solo is amazing. Do you know, like sometimes you can feel the power and that epicness of a great solo and it was so good. Like I was like, oh God, this song is amazing. I have to like have this on my show. So I genuinely really love the song. And again, this is fascinating for me to understand it, is that I think from whatever I've seen of so many independent artists and these kind of conversations, is that the independent musician from South Asia is also the epitome of the struggling artist. Do you think that's true? Yeah, they are struggling. But the thing is, in this day and age, if you want to be a musician or an artist, you got to be able to do a lot of other things as well. Like apart from being a great musician or a great player or a great singer, you got to be able to like, you know, understand how business works and how you are going to reach to multiple people. And where are you going to release your music? Who do you work with? 
what kind of reach you have and obviously you know these digital things coming into play this has sort of changed the game a lot you know because it's really down to who clicks on my video or like who listens to my song mm-hmm. on repeat on spotify so you know i think people are slowly getting used to that kind of a system and i think it's definitely going to pay a lot of people off and at the end of the day yeah. playing music is it is supposed to be struggle because the greatest of the greatest players i mean they never really made it man until they like kind of passed away right like i'm super inspired by jaco pastorius the greatest bass player in the world and no one freaking knew about him <laughs> like until like you know the late 80s and people were like whoa what did this guy did in 70s on this record and yeah. you know slowly like people just sort of got the hang of it so i think you know real music would take its time but it will reach to the right people and i think that's what the point is making music it's it's like a conversation yeah. and you know you got to just be able to connect with your audience and regardless of if they are like 200 people or 2 million but as long as they understand your music that's it i agree with you i think artists are expected to do so much more now you're like your own manager your own social media person your graphic designer your you you make your own chai you like <laughs> everything you have to do so i absolutely understand that because i think it isn't just about making your music and that sort of creative wherewithal that it comes with but i think it also is that you have to be able to be your own brand manager you have to do so many more things that are maybe not necessarily your forte but you have to be able to do that to really understand how to put yourself out there which isn't easy so are you based in karachi yes sir right yeah all right so my hope is that one day i get to come to karachi and hang out with you so if i do come to karachi where would be the first place you'd take me um i take you for lunch and then i bring you here to a for alif because this is some place that you really going to dig yeah yeah oh my god i'm so excited brilliant and also because i'm coming to karachi one day if i had to truly be local can you teach me like a cool phrase or a slang or something that i could use that people would be like oh my god me she's like a local karachi girl <laughs> Yeah just just say ha bhai before everything. Ha bhai. <laughs> <laughs> so just say ha bhai before ha. everything. Yeah. <laughs> ha bhai. Ha bhai. So I land in the airport and I just come out of the airport like ha bhai. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> taxi chahiye. Ha bhai taxi chahiye. Yeah, that's it. That's it, dude. <laughs> just ha bhai in front of fit, everything? Yeah, you'll fit right into it. Ha bhai McDonald's chahiye. <laughs> like you know it could be anything. Oh my god, it's amazing. Well, I'm so excited for people to check out your music on Our Neighbors on Made in India and uh, hopefully you'll be able to send me more music that will continue to feature on the show. So thank you so much Anas for being part of this. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for featuring our song, man. This means a lot. Thank you so much. Now Anas Wakas and I have been talking about music for some time and I'm sure you're wondering how they can a be song chahiye. And of course, your wish will be granted. But first, do subscribe, follow and rate us on the podcast app that you listen to this podcast on. It uh, helps people find the show a little bit better. Swing on by to Twitter, Instagram or Facebook, say hi to us at Made in India. Coming up, it's the music. Here's A for Alif, Kudb.
That was Kurb by A for Aleph, a song by Anas Alam Khan, Wakas Hussein, Aziz Kazi, and Louis J. Pinto. Since this happens to be the last stop on our musical itinerary, I would like to thank everyone who's listened and supported Made in India. I hope you really enjoyed the awesome music from our neighbors, and I hope it inspires you to jump across our borders to music and feel like you're connected with people there somehow. Anyway, until next time, take care, stay safe. Bye-bye.